American Giant would like to thank you for doing business with them. They started advertising with us uh, in October of last year after I met the uh, founder of the company and, and I told you about him. It's what he's doing. American Giant is all about rebuilding America. They began in 2012 when, uh, when a clothing factory in Middlesex, uh, North Carolina was about to be shut down. Well, Bayard wasn't about to let that happen, so he started his company, and his team worked with the factory to invest in new machinery and uh, develop new skills with the uh, workers. And here we are 10 years later. Today, they make the best hoodie. I mean, re- remember the hoodies that were made in the 70s? They don't make them like that anymore because it was a special machine. I think he went back to Japan that bought our American she- machines, and I think he brought them back here to make them. It's amazing. So thank you from American Giant. Thank you from me as well. You're helping them grow, which means you're helping American manufacturer to keep uh, growing as well. You can learn more about their clothes if you're interested in American-made clothes. They're really, really high quality. American-Giant.com slash Glenn. That's American-Giant.com slash Glenn. Everything you buy there. 100% made here and assembled here in America. Uh, and it's super, super high quality stuff. You'll pay a little bit more, but it's because it's made entirely here in America. Help us build our American giant again. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. We're glad you're here. It is uh, Thursday and last night on my Wednesday night special, I did an hour on what's happening with energy in our country. Uh, I happened to just a few days before sit down with Ron DeSantis for an interview. We talked about energy uh, and uh, we talked about a lot of things. It's a podcast that is coming out today for Blaze TV subscribers. It's a don't miss really, really very focused podcast on what's happening around the country and what's happening to Florida. Ron DeSantis podcast comes out today at Blaze TV and then on Saturday, wherever you get your podcast. Um, And we're going to start with energy and the DeSantis podcast and so much more in 60 seconds. So if you didn't see the news, it went up today, an exclusive story from Blaze TV uh, and uh, Blaze.com. Uh, I have just purchased the private archives, and I, I believe it's one of the largest collections, if not the largest collection, uh, in private hands of Roe versus Wade uh, documents. And that's not going to make the left real happy. Um, but my wife... Uh, was really she's not really a partner in some of the acquisitions you know i got fdr's wheelchair she was like 
how much? You know, Sputnik, how much? This one, she was bidding with me. Uh, and it was amazing because both of us feel strongly about adoption. We feel strongly about babies' right to live. We find we feel strongly about women who feel they are trapped in a situation and the scars that will happen to them for the rest of their life if they do abortion. And then if people just want to save the baby, what happens to her? We have recently partnered with Preborn because this is uh, becoming a very big issue in my life. Um, and these clinics with that Preborn partners with are amazing. They are in it for the baby, but they are also in it for the mom. And they are with them for years. Now, here's how they change people's minds. Women come in and they really, they really don't want to think about the baby. Uh, they want to think about it as a clump of cells. And if you go to Planned Parenthood, that's what they'll convince you. But if you get an ultrasound, mom sees the baby and hears the heartbeat. And that changes everything. That's how you save babies. I'd like to ask you to join me and Tanya in our pre-born commitment. We'd like to save uh, 80,000 babies by the end of the year. Pound 250. Donate 28 bucks. Anything is fine. You can go more, you can go less. But $28, the cost of a dinner, will introduce an at-risk baby to his mom via an ultrasound. Pound 250, say the keyword baby, or go to preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck, sponsored by Preborn. Okay, uh, there's a couple of things. Uh, first of all, a story that has been on my desk uh, that we probably should be paying attention to. Asthma patients. If you have asthma, uh, there is an acute shortage of one of the most common treatment medications now. Um, it's uh, a butyrol. I think this is what I took when I had COVID. Um, if you have respiratory issues, a butyrol is is usually used for asthma, but it can open up your your lungs and help your uh, help your young uh, lungs. Also for uh, bronchitis and emphysema. Uh, did I say that I used that for COVID? No, I wouldn't have done that. That that probably. Somebody should go to jail if they did. Boy, I'll tell you that. Anyway, there's a shortage of this now. If you can get it and you need it, um, please don't hoard it, but please be aware that we're having a shortage, and if you really, really need it before things get any worse. Um, also, hey, a power shortage. We've been talking about this. Um, existing power plants are projected to retire at a faster pace than installations of new units. This is from the Epic Times. Dependence on renewable projects are threatening widespread power shortages, according to a new report by the regional power transmission company, PJM. Uh, they are going to be they're going to be really, really short on power soon. And we kind of told you why that was happening. Um, we, I think, broke some news. I don't know of anybody else that has reported on this. But, you know, there's got to be somebody out there that found this besides us. Um, but the, um, the Inflation Reduction Act is nothing but a Trojan horse. And that is closing down our power plants. These companies are given billions of dollars, your money billions of dollars 
to shut down the operating coal fire plants and then build something else. But what makes this really, really insidious is to get all of the money, you have to destroy or dismantle your power plant. So power plants are going up for sale and some of them are selling dirt cheap. These things take years to build, if not a decade, uh, and they cost billions of dollars. And they're being sold for scrap metal. That's that's good, huh? Isn't that good? Yeah. Um, and so I told you there is a way that you can help. It is in the form of a bill that was just passed in Utah. They're working on a similar one in West Virginia. Um, I urge you to read all about it. Watch the TV show from last night, my Wednesday night special on Blaze TV, or listen to the first hour of today's podcast uh, because I outline exactly what is going on. And this is this a big one. There's lots of things we can pay attention to. This one literally is lights out if we don't uh if we don't act on this um in it in the bill you will see that they don't just want to encourage new energy they are blocking the path by destroying our power plants no one in their right mind even if you are a greenie no one in your right in their right mind that cares about society, cares about our country, cares about human lives. Nobody goes after all of the oil, all of the gas, and then shuts down operating coal fire plants to replace it with wind and solar. You will have brownouts and black. People will die. People will die. Because of this. And when you see your own government doing it to you and without your permission, we didn't have a big debate on this. In fact, what little debate we had was in the Build Back Better bill and the Green New Deal. And because we did have a little bit of debate on that and there was some sunshine on that, we all said no. And they knew they couldn't pass it. So they had to hide it in the uh, Inflation Reduction Act. That's where this came from. This is Green New Deal and Build Back Better and just relabeled the Inflation Reduction Act. If these people will do this to their own country and their own people. Do you really have a hard time, Stu, thinking that these people would sabotage the European and Russian pipeline for gas? I mean, no, right. I mean, it's they're, they're doing it as part of public policy to their own people. Why would they care about right another country? Now, we don't know for sure. No, we don't. We don't. We have no idea who did it. There is some credible evidence that we did it. And then the New York Times is coming out saying it was a pro-Ukrainian group that did it. Well, no one is saying what they said initially, by the way, which was the Russians did it. Yeah, nobody's saying that. that which, of course, didn't make sense right. at the beginning. Right. So it's some shady group or the United States. That's right. really what it's down to. Um, and I wouldn't doubt if uh, the United States trained or supported or some of the money that we just uh, sent over there just kind of disappeared and ended up in the pockets of some oligarch who funded it so we didn't have to directly fund it. Mm -hmm. But... Um, the, the people that are, are running the world right now don't have a problem with people dying. They don't have a problem. If they can get 
their stuff pass through, they have such a utopian view that it's going to be great for all mankind someday. And they don't mind if people die along the way. Bigger fish to fry, right? Got to crack a few eggs. It you know. really does seem like that's part of the goal. You know, I mean, it, or at least a, a an acceptable speed bump on the way to the goal. Sure. That. Sure. Let me uh, let me play a couple of things. This is from um, uh, the podcast that airs beginning today on Blaze TV and will come out Saturday. Um, let me play the uh, one on where is it? The energy uh, cut 17. Here is DeSantis on energy destruction. What we're talking about. How stupid can you be to try to neuter our own ability to produce our own reliable energy? But they're doing it. No, I know. But I mean, the, the question is, is how does that make our country stronger to be relying on? And, and here's the thing. Biden will not want it done here. He'll go beg Maduro for oil. He'll go beg other people yeah. for oil. You know, everything we produce in terms of fossil fuels is so much. It's done so much cleaner here than it is in these other countries. Are you kidding me? So it, it, it's all it's all for them to exert more control over us that's what all this is about and you know the good thing about it is is that you know some of this stuff can be um i think can be remedied through changing some of the bureaucratic rules because there's a lot of people that out there in these industries that really want to get going again uh but they just can't under the current circumstances texas is thinking about making it uh, their own bank just for energy yeah and florida look I have invet private investor-owned utilities, so like you know, they, they have they're on they have investors that they so they have to make money, and and I have some that are doing more solar. No, we don't have subsidies or anything like that. They're doing it, and it, it's economical in certain situations. Fine. I have solar on my house. Yeah, fine, like, it's fine. But here's the thing: don't force me to do it. When I had Hurricane Ian come through, mm. you know, we had millions of people knocked out of power. We did the, the we had fifty two thousand linemen get it restored, lar largest restoration, fastest in, in history. I needed oil and gas. Like, I, you know, I just wasn't. The wind and the solar were not going to get those people going again. Yes. You had to have it. We actually had some people who had the, the electric cars, and some of them were catching on fire because of the salt water and all that stuff. Mm. But if you can't charge it, then you're, you're having that tank of gas in your truck or your car can mean everything. So we are not going to be without fossil fuels in our lifetime. And if we try to go without fossil fuels in our lifetime, you are going to see the, the standard of living plummet. Uh, you're going to see our security plummet. And it's going to be a disaster. We will be Venezuela. Let me let me play one more thing, because what I said a minute ago that they don't have a problem with people dying. Um, is a pretty horrible charge to make on somebody. But listen to what he talked about when he said, Before I was talking to, stop there. please, uh, when, uh, when we were talking about Dr. Burks. Um, remember Dr. Burks, COVID? Listen to what he says, cut 13. You talk about this in the book with, uh, with Burks. And it's a little terrifying when she said, well, this is kind of just our little science experiment. Very much so. Can, I you, mean, can you tell that story? So the, the, White, the White House task force was hammering me for like the first, like really like three months because they wanted me to be, uh, you know, clamping down harder. And, um, and, and, and she, you know, she, and she was so I, so I called, I was like, Deborah, just tell me 
when in American history modern has this been done and what were the results? Because like, I kind of feel like, you know, we're flying blind here and we may be doing things that could be damaging. And as she said, she's like, you know, it's kind of our own science experiment that we're doing in real time. And that didn't sit well with me. No. I mean, you know, you're a citizen of a Republic. You're not a Guinea pig. And so, uh, I think that that there's a whole bunch of other things I talk about in the book. You remember the, um, George Floyd riots, yeah, when yeah, the yeah. epidemiologist, yeah. because people were saying, You've been telling people to you have in. to stay in your home. And like in Florida, they were killing us because even in those early days, you know, when we were following federal guidelines loosely, but we were following some, we were playing golf. I mean, the villages, they're, sure. they're setting record for golf. People are boating, all this stuff. Mm -hmm. They were so mad at Florida for doing that. People on the beach, all this stuff. That was their position. You are killing people if you leave your house. So then all these people are like thousands of people are protesting. 2000 of these epidemiologists write a letter saying, we do not condemn these protests uh, because of COVID. Indeed, we think they're vital for public health right. because they're fighting racism. It's a bigger disease yes. than COVID. <laughs> and so that's that's when I knew. Is this that this public health this public health uh, a, a clan of people? They are sick. I mean, they are they are ideologically captured, and these are not people that should be anywhere near the levers of power. So I basically, from that point on, I would exclusively listen to a very handful of people. You know, Bhattacharya from Stanford, Martin Caldor from Harvard, Scott Atlas, uh, Sinetra Gupta from Oxford, and then my Surgeon General, Joe Latipo, we brought in from That's UCLA. Great, yeah. great. Once upon a time, it was common knowledge that precious, precious metals like gold and silver were the standard that kept everything afloat. One of the reasons why we are so close to falling into the dangerous waters of digital currency is that we as a society have forgotten the way things actually are. For your sake and the sake of your family, do not believe the current fortune tellers. You need to have a hedge against whatever kind of insanity comes to our economy next. I'm not talking about investing everything you have, but you should invest a little bit, a portion, 5%, 10% of your portfolio in gold or silver. I don't have a portfolio. You do. You actually do. You have a 401k. You have an IRA. You have a SEP account, Roth, traditional IRA, uh, annuity, a CD, any kind of retirement account. That's your nest egg that can all go away if the dollar goes away and you'll get pennies on the dollar. That historically is what has happened in the past. Please contact Goldline and find out if gold or silver is right for you and the right amount. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE. They're waiting for your call now. 866-GOLDLINE. Call them now. Goldline.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. You know, one thing that people have said uh, to me is they didn't realize that Ron DeSantis was one of the guys that was on the baseball field when the Bernie Sanders guy came out and tried to kill him. A lot of people don't even know this story because the uh, press got off of it so fast. Cut 10. Before you leave Congress, you're there on the baseball field because you're a good baseball player. Yeah, um, you're on the baseball field. The day of the shooting. Tell me a little bit about that. So a lot of people uh, 
I guess, don't appreciate. Like the, the members of Congress, they take this baseball game very seriously. Oh, I know. So, so it's a charity game every year. They play it at Washington National Stadium, and it is hardball. It is ba- now they're not throwing, you know, very yeah. hard, but it is what it is. And so uh, we're they would practice for like six weeks leading into it. And you know, I uh, I, I played sometimes, sometimes I didn't, but but anyway, so we're we're there. So the the day before the game, we have practice, and I'm at third base. Uh, Jeff Duncan from South Carolina, congressman, was at shortstop. He he drove me his aide drove me and Jeff to the field we had already taken batting practice we're just shagging balls and I just I didn't want to get caught in traffic that day so I told Jeff why don't we just get out of here early beat some traffic like okay so we went we walked took off our spikes walked to the car some guy stops Jeff and I and he asked Jeff he's like are those the Republicans or are those the Democrats and Jeff's like that's the Republican congressional baseball team guy's like okay turned around he starts walking towards the third base side of the field you know outside where the stands are we get in the car we leave, I get to Capitol Hill, turn on, I'm in the gym showering, getting ready to shower. The shooting at the, the baseball field is there. So what he did, he went to his van, he pulled out a rifle and a pistol, he sat, he, he set up right on the third base side of the dugout and started shooting. So, so Jeff and I would have been number one in the line of fire had we stayed for probably five, mm-hmm. five or seven more minutes. Uh, as it was, he's shooting and he shot Steve Scalise, who was playing second base. Ten minutes before Scalise was shot, I'm fielding ground balls and throwing double plays to Scalise at second base. And then ten minutes later, Scalise gets So um, the, the only reason there wasn't a big massacre that day is because Scalise was a member of the Republican leadership. He got a Capitol Police detail because of that. So we had Capitol Police officers there, not because any other member, just because of Steve. So they started engaging, and they ended up shooting and killing this guy. So he shot a few people. Scalise was the only congressman that got shot, but he would have had free reign for the whole thing. And this was a guy... So as soon as we 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 saw, uh, people started to try to figure out who it was. And the guy had a Twitter account, and he was a raging leftist. And we saw his picture. I showed it to Duncan. I'm like, that's the guy. Jeff's like, that's the guy. And it was clearly politically motivated. And you know, one of the things that happened was the media they tried to just totally ignore that. They just I mean, just think it. about it. If there was somebody who once listened to your show who did anything polit- mm-hmm. they would be all over all you over. telling yeah. your advertise all this stuff instead this was the, a clearly politically motivated assassination attempt and they basically just buried it. and the FBI said initially it was not something that was politically motivated it was death by suicide by, by cop. cop i mean how outrageous is this and so you know it was the type of thing where you know you see that and you and i and i just thought okay you know my my life would have been different maybe if i had been out there for 10 more minutes and that's not something you typically think about but i mean it was a pretty close call it's a fascinating conversation with ron DeSantis. um by the way they were tried to kill half of the congress they tried to kill this one guy was going to kill every republican congressman that day i don't know that sounds like a bigger insurrection a bigger armed insurrection than what happened this guy his stated goal was to kill all of them it is crazy that we don't remember this uh at all you can get that podcast right now at blaze tv program 
blazetv.com. Well, you know, when Lovey and I decided to go on that ill-fated boat trip, uh, we were just fortunate to have brought both of my my pillows along. I mean, what do you think those trunks were for? Sure, her clothes, my ascots, and my pillows. So imagine our surprise when we got back to civilization only to discover that in our absence, Mr. Mike Lindell made a pillow even better. <laughs> Love it. It's cat's pajamas. So whether you've already gotten on board with the my pillow boat or train with the original or you're brand new to the experience, check out my pillow 2.0 today. My pillow 2.0 buy one, get one free limited time with promo code back. It's made with temperature regulating technology. 100% made in the U S has a 10 year warranty and a 60 day money back guarantee. Just try it. MyPillow.com. Buy one, get one free. Right now, enter the promo code back at MyPillow.com or 800-966-3117. 800-966-3117. MyPillow.com. Promo code back. And head over to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. Save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Steve Dace joins us now. He's Blaze TV host of the Steve Dace Show. Just a total coincidence that we found a guy named Steve Dace to host that show, but uh, we did. He's also the co-author of Rise of the Fourth Reich and uh, the um, writer and producer, I think, producer. What, what is your role in the movie, Steve? I am... I'm the muse and the executive producer. Executive producer. That's what I am. Uh, of yeah. Nefarious, which is a uh, new movie. You can find out all about it. Whoisnefarious.com. Um, it's coming out soon. And I'm going to be real honest with you. My expectation of movies that come from the right have, no pun intended, uh, been uh, notoriously uh, um, reserved. I mean, I, my expectations are like, okay, well, let's see what this one looks like. And if it's a decent at all, you're thrilled. This movie shocked me um, because it is a really hard movie to make. And it better have one of the best actors in it I've ever seen. A guy's playing, you know, basically a devil. Uh, and uh, to convince people of that is like, really? Steve? remarkable what's the name of that actor sean patrick flannery and a lot of your listeners might remember him from back in the day with boondock saints and and powder and uh several other big films in the late 90s and early 2000s and and you're right uh glenn i mean he he puts in a jack nicholson in the shining he does level of performance and he does film. i think the guy could get an oscar if he were you know if he wasn't in a you know a a Christian movie or a, or a conservative mm -hmm. movie or something like that. If it, if he was playing the devil and it was, you know, to get everybody to join, uh, he'd mm -hmm. get an Oscar, but, um, he's phenomenal. So when does the movie come out? It hits theaters, uh, April 14th nationwide. Mm. 
Right now, we're probably looking at around 1,600 or so theaters across the country. We'll have all those listed later this month uh, at whoisnefarious.com. Our big marketing push for the movie begins actually today. Uh, we're going to unveil here in a moment the the full trailer for the movie. Have you seen it yet? I, I, I have I not. You had not seen I, it. No, I have not I seen it. I want to get your live reaction. Yeah. Well, okay. That could Good. be dangerous. Could be dangerous, but. Uh, you know me. I like to live on the edge. All right. Okay. I love being on the edge. So yeah. let's go ahead. Here's the trailer for Nefarious. Hello? Execution scheduled for 11 p.m. He's trying to convince us he's gone insane. And therefore incapable of being executed. I need you to prove he's faking it. Edward? I'm gonna ask you some questions. I'm not Edward. I'm a demon. Demons aren't really a thing. What happened to Edward? We own him. He's a master manipulator. You have your head so twisted around you think you're the killer. Not him. Give me something to make me believe you. Prove to me you're a demon. Probably just a coincidence. I want to talk to Edward. Makes me do that. I can't stop him. I need you to see something. You got a fan. Did the same thing with all his victims. Help me! I'm trying to, Edward, but you have to answer my questions. You have to tell me the truth. It won't let me! It can go away. It can go away. Yes? No. That is a goosebump. We tell you exactly what it is that we'd like you to do. This is a goosebump uh, trailer. That is really a good trailer. Really good trailer. Uh, it, 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 if you were sitting in a movie theater, I wouldn't know if that was a Blumhouse. Uh, yep. I, I mean, I wouldn't see. I would not have thought it's a Christian, you know, centered movie. Um, it looks yep. like a, a horror movie and really is yep. to watch it is the guy is so good and it tells the story of this guy who is uh, a, a, um, a guy who just kind of let, uh, Satan in slowly and this, this demon that keeps jumping from people to people is just torturing this guy. And the way he plays it, almost a schizo personality to where uh, hmm. once in a while he, the real guy comes through and he's so terrified. Help me, help me, help me. It is amazing. Really good. Really good, Steve. Thank you. Uh, we set out to just make a darn good movie and figured if we do that, all of our worldviews will shine through on its own. Uh, and, you know, I try to practice that model with my show as you do and, 
it worked. And yeah. we kind of made uh, a movie. If The Exorcist and Screwtape Letters had a baby, <laughs> yeah, this, this would, would be, be it. the movie it would make. Yeah, this okay? would be it, with um, less pea soup and, vomiting. And, Yes, yeah. the, the, all of the graphic uh, grossities of uh, Exorcist are not in this movie, but this is more of an intellectual invasion, a philosophical invasion. And the, the movie is going to say, it is going to say what our audiences have long wanted movies to say to the culture. This, this movie was made to confront the culture via this left-wing psychiatrist that Jordan Belfi plays. Yeah. He is the stand-in for American culture. Do you understand the abyss we are walking into? Do you understand where the origin of the, of, the, of, the, of the things you're asserting, the policies you want, the direction you want to take the country? Do you know where that comes from? In this movie, we will confront them with that. It is really powerful. Steve, uh, thank you so much uh, for coming on and sharing the trailer. Again, the movie, uh, you can find out all the information at the website, whoisnefarious.com, whoisnefarious.com. Uh, and the movie... Guest starring Glenn Beck, don't forget. Guest starring Glenn Beck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, I have to apologize to the audience for that, because I, I watched it, I'm like... Oh, my dear God, get that guy off the screen. It is. Oof. You did great. Uh-huh. You did phenomenal. <laughs> um, you did. It's you did. Uh, April 14th in theaters everywhere. Find out all about it at whoisnefarious.com. Steve, thank you. We'll be listening here in a few minutes. You bet, brother. You bet. Bye-bye. You know who you are. The moment I start talking about severe and frequent pain, your ears perk up. They always do. Yeah, I know. You've been listening to me ramble on for years now about Relief Factor, right? Guess I gotta work for me. You haven't tried it, have you? Maybe you're like I was. You're just stubborn. You've tried so many different things. There's no way this boob on the radio talking to you about this is ever gonna have something that works, right? Maybe you're scared it won't work. And I hope it's not you're scared that it will, because you're gonna get your life back. Hopefully, 70% of the people who order it go on to order more month after month. I can tell you that when I finally got around to taking it and trying it, I was shocked that it worked for me. But I got my life back. Three-week quick start. Just try it. 1995. It's a trial pack, not a drug. Developed by doctors. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered it. 70% of them go on to order more. It's relieffactor.com. 800-4-RELIEF. 800-THE-NUMBER-4-RELIEF. relieffactor.com. 800-4-RELIEF. relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. The Glenn Beck Program. Welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Thank you so much for uh, listening and watching and supporting us at Blaze TV. Um, I can't tell you uh, how much your subscription means to us. Um, we think about you. I mean, we we prayed about you before we went on the air today. Um, we try our best to serve you and give you the things that you need without, you know, having you look for rope at the end of the day. <laughs> Is there a rope store around here? And I just need a stool for about 20 seconds. Um, and uh, I hope we deliver that 
for you today, give you the news and the things that you need to be able to help save the country. One of those things is on our website today at glenbeck.com. You can um, you can see the uh, Utah uh, bill that is trying to stop these energy companies from folding to the EPA and all of the big money that is coming from the Inflation Reduction Act. You know, that's another thing, Stu. The Inflation Reduction Act, you can only inflate, you can only bring money back in and deflate the money if you're not spending all of the money. So what they're doing is they're raising interest rates, which hurts the average person. Okay, it doesn't hurt the big corporations. They got money at 0% interest long ago. They all they all loaded up on debt when it was cheap. So it's hurting the small guy. And then the inflation is also hurting the small guy because food is becoming more expensive. And what do they do? They take a bill that they just renamed from the Build Back Better and Green New Deal. They take all of that spending and they put it in another bill, hide it under the auspice of reducing inflation. It's evil. It's just evil. It really should not be allowed in our system of government. It really shouldn't. It happens all the time, though. And, you know, you're talking about a president who's added $5 trillion to the debt just since he got in. I know. And now he's going to go out in front of America today and pitch a new budget, which raises $200 billion of taxes off of super duper rich people and act like he's trying to cut the deficit. I mean, like this shouldn't. This shouldn't get past people. But it, like does. it does all the it time. It does because there's nobody. I mean, nobody's watching the cable news channels anymore. I mean, Tucker's the only really one, I think, that's doing any numbers. Um, he's doing, he did 4 million, I think, on Monday or Tuesday. Mm. Uh, that's huge because that's, I mean, Bill O'Reilly would do, you know, three, four million a night. And if he'd have a great night, he'd do six to eight million. So now you can see a really great a night is four million, um, but nobody else is putting those kinds of numbers in. And nobody. Fox still dominates the other cable news networks and Correct. a lot of the other cable networks. Correct. But you know, just the audience is a lot smaller. People are leaving. Right. right. And so it's it's fragmented. Um, but nobody's going to CNN. Nobody's switching from Fox to go to CNN or MSNBC. So people are just tuning out, and they are counting on that. The left is counting on that because what was it the Washington Post said? Democracy dies in darkness. Mm. And I think this is going to accelerate. I mean, one of the things people maybe outside of the news world aren't thinking about all that much is, you know, DirecTV, which is still the biggest one out there. uh, They, for the first time in 20 years, lose the NFL deal this coming year. They lose the NFL Sunday ticket. And I know if you don't care about NFL, you don't care. Tons and tons of people stayed uh, tethered to cable and satellite, DirecTV in particular in this case, solely for that purpose. You know, you can watch streaming shows, you can watch channels, but live sports, you know, it's it's one of those things, especially if you're if you're into fantasy football, if you're a gambler. You want that exact, you don't want that latency from online, from some of the online stuff that you can get. Well, YouTube TV has got that deal. 
And I can tell you, there's going to be millions of people leaving DirecTV and going to uh, to YouTube just for the purpose of having that NFL package. It was funny because when we were with uh, DirecTV, it was it was focused towards the center of the country because that's where most of their subscribers are. I think you're thinking, you're thinking we were on Dish. Oh, not, Dish. Yeah, 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 I'm sorry. Another yeah, one, the, the sorry, other yeah. uh, main major uh, right, provider. Right. But and, both of them, you know, serve a, a huge part of of the center of the country. They're, yeah. And they're, that aren't necessarily, uh, you know, if you're in the, you've got a farm and you're not connected, you know, to some cable company, this is your only choice. Right. And so. And they're just dissing those people. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's, just one of these things that's changed again very very quickly we've been talking a lot about the ai thing and all these changes come and they 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 don't come over 30 years anymore right they come over like six months but this is i just i was thinking and talking to my wife about this the other day what's happening now in television is what i thought was going to happen remember when we started talking about it in 2008 and 2009 when i like this is over Mm -hmm. television is over and it's just taken 11, 12 years to catch up uh, to where we were. But this has finally come to fruition. This is this is over. Cable television and all of that stuff is all of these big, uh, you know, networks and anything. Who watches that? Really, who watches that? Yeah, there's I can't remember what the name of the show was, but it was a, a you know, I saw a commercial for a show and it, it like seemed like it was kind of like up my alley. Like it was like my type of humor. And I was watching it and I was like, oh, this looks good. I wonder where this is. You know, my reaction was, I wonder where this is streaming. Right. And I realized not only was it on network TV, but it had been on for like six seasons unbelievable and i was like i completely missed this because when is the last time i watched a show that aired on one of these networks i I, you know occasionally i'll watch some you know like there's certain shows that i do like that are you know like i'm gonna like i'll I'll still watch family guy from time to time i still like watch a family guy but i watch it on hulu and i'm never turning on i'm never turning on no all there is is sports yeah all the the only thing that i watch it for is breaking news Mm -hmm. uh and uh I think breaking news mm-hmm. is really pretty much it. I don't. I don't watch, tell, and it drives you crazy because you're like, oh my gosh, stop, stop with all this crap. Uh, it, it's over. Yeah, you and, watch. You watch live sports, which is really the only thing left. It's why they're spending so much money right. on it. And and you see the in the commercials, you see shows, and you're like, oh, whoa, what's that? Right. That could be good. And you helped us build this network, mm-hmm. and are still helping us build this network. So we can bring things like we did last night, which, by the way, you can find at glenbeck.com. You've got to watch and listen to this. Very important. The Glenn Beck Program.